Welcome to the Convention of States Legacy Podcast, a weekly program that looks back at historic content from our archives. We hope you are educated and inspired by today's edition. Today we present a selection from COS University. In this unit of COS 100, Rita Peters, who serves as the Senior Vice President for Legislative Affairs, walks students through the Article 5 convention process. You can take the full course for free by going to www.cosuniversity.com. And now that you've gotten a really good understanding of the root of the problem that we're facing in our country, I get to tell you about the solution to that problem. And the solution is actually found right in the Constitution itself. Article 5 of the Constitution provides the two ways for amendments to be proposed and made to the Constitution. Congress can propose amendments or the states can agree to trigger a convention for proposing amendments. Now, it's important to keep in mind that regardless of which way the amendments are proposed, the states always are the ones to ratify constitutional amendments, and it always takes three-fourths of the states to ratify any amendment proposal. That's 38 states, so it's a really high bar. Now, up to this point in history, only the first means of proposing constitutional amendments has ever been used. Congress has been the one to propose all of the amendments we have right now. But back in 1787 at the Constitutional Convention, the Founding Fathers, in their wisdom and their foresight, knew that it was likely that a day would come in history when Congress would have too much power and the people would need a recourse a way to limit federal power. And so they provided the second means for proposing amendments in Article 5, the state-initiated means of proposing amendments. The way it works is that two-thirds of the states, so today that's 34 states, have to agree that constitutional amendments are needed on a particular topic. What they do then is to pass something that's called an application. It's really just a resolution that's passed by the state legislatures. Now that's an important point. The governors of the states have no role to play in Article 5. We're talking specifically about the state legislatures. And what they do is they pass this resolution or application for a convention to propose amendments on a specific topic. That's another important point to understand, is that if the states don't agree on the agenda for the convention, then no convention can be held. And the agenda for the convention is set forth in the state's application to have an Article 5 convention. So the Convention of States Projects application specifies three subject matters for amendments, and those are imposing fiscal restraints on Washington, limiting federal power and jurisdiction, and setting term limits for federal officials. That sets the agenda for the convention to propose amendments. Once two-thirds of the states, again that's 34 states, have passed a resolution or application for a convention on the same topic, 
Congress has what's called a ministerial duty under Article 5 to call the convention. And that just means that it sets the time and the initial place for the states to meet together and, and hash out the amendments they think are needed pursuant to the topic of the 34 applications. Once Congress does its duty in that regard, the states choose and instruct their commissioners to represent them at the convention. These are called the state delegations to the convention. And state legislatures, again, are the ones that have the power to do this. Now, every state can choose to send as many commissioners as it wants to make up its state delegation, but all, every state only gets one vote. And that's another important point to understand about the process. Once the state delegations have convened for the convention, that's when they do the work of debating and considering what the real problems are and how to address those problems through amendments that, in our case, would limit federal power, impose fiscal restraints, and set term limits. They work in committees, they draft up amendment proposals, and any amendment proposals that are approved by the majority of the states at the convention are then sent back to the states, as we said before, for ratification. And once again, every single amendment proposal must be ratified by 38 states in order to become effective. Sometimes people will ask, well, how do you know that this is how the Article 5 convention process works? Because we've never had an Article 5 convention before, and the details of the process aren't all spelled out for us in Article 5. So it's a fair question. But the reason we know how the process works is because America has a very rich history of interstate conventions. Throughout American history, even before the Revolution, the states often met together in the convention format in order to make decisions and accomplish things that needed to be done for the good of the nation. And there are a few really important things that have always been the same about the interstate convention process, of which an Article V convention is one type. First of all, we know that the states are the ones who always choose their commissioners and give them instructions. The states are the ones who run the show and are in control here. The commissioners act as legal agents for the states to go and do their bidding at the meeting. Secondly, we know that every state only gets one vote when it's time to vote on the decisions being made. It has never been done any other way. It is a universal precedent. One state, one vote. And finally, we know that there has never been a runaway convention. Every convention on record, including, for instance, the Constitutional Convention in 1787, shows very clearly that the commissioners have respected and obeyed the instructions given to them by the states. So far, I've talked a lot about what we need the states to do, the state legislatures in particular, 
in order to trigger this Article 5 convention that really is the last best hope of restoring constitutional governance in America. But now I want to talk about you because your role is really the most important role of all. Your state legislators need to hear from you in order to make sure that they will support the Convention of States resolution in their state. If you haven't already done so, please go to our website, conventionofstates.com, and sign the petition. That petition will be delivered directly to your state legislators. After you do that, please take the next step and make a personal phone call or even a personal visit to your state legislators. Tell them why you support the Convention of States project and ask them to be a champion for the resolution in their state legislature. Thank you for listening to the Convention of States Legacy Podcast. To learn more about our grassroots movement, go to www.conventionofstates.com.